Utah's network. Hi, this is Derek Trek from the Freebooters Network. Today we bring you another episode of Altar of War, brought to you by Masters of the Forge. We hope you enjoy the show. to episode 19 of Masters of the Forge, Altar of War. I'm Adam, and I'm here once again with Mark. Mark, Hi. thanks for joining us. Hi, Adam. Thanks for having oh, me. Oh, man. Oh, yeah, this is uh, going to be an ongoing campaign that we're doing last time. Uh, Mondo and Machinia and Clank managed to penetrate the defenses of the uh, vault, but um, they kind of got trapped inside. Uh, it wasn't a clear victory, but it was a it was a minor one. Uh, so they've come down here looking for clues as to the location of uh, the Stormlord. Correct. Yes, and they've also uh, are looking for information on uh, Sarahs. That's true, and they're getting they're getting the feeling, and by feeling I mean like I guess sensors and stuff that there might be some new. Uh, or long lost technology hidden beneath the vault somewhere because clearly they're protecting something. And so whatever it is, the um, machine empire wants to get their hands on it. So today we've set up a zone mortalis in tabletop simulator uh, where uh, I've kind of manipulated one of the kill zone ones Um to make it look as Necroni as possible. Uh, it's it's going to be a good fun. Uh, we've got all of your infantry that survived the last battle. Uh, and I've taken uh, a, a bunch of Canoptech uh, stuff like before. I'm not going to reveal it yet, but uh, it's uh, it's pretty interesting. Why don't you go over what you still have in your list? Alright, so after the last battle, the infantry made it out okay. So I have uh, my overlord, King Mondo, of course. Uh, my lord, Machina. So they're both still around and still happy. Uh, Clank's still around as well, and he's the um, cryptech with the cloak. Mm -hmm. And then going into the infantry, there are 20 warriors with Gao's, uh, Gao's flares, whatever their gun is. And then I got uh, two squads of ten um, immortals, each with the Gauss blasters, and a squad of death marks. Sweet, death marks rule. Um, yeah, they performed really well last time. Oh yeah, they sure did. Uh, so that's about fifty power level worth of worth of stuff. I took a little bit less because the scenario kind of calls for it. Uh, and speaking of the scenario, why don't we go over that right now? So the scenario today is from our Masters of the Forge Zone Mortalis scenarios, or sorry, Zone Mortalis rules. 
I'm not going to go over all of the rules, uh, but it's suffice to say it's a complete rework of Zone Mortalis for 8th edition. It's not a faithful recreation of the old Zone Mortalis. It's uh, deconstructed it and redid it uh, for 8th. So uh, the, the scenario we're going to do is called Penetrate Defenses. It's usually the one that we recommend for the first scenario going into a Zone Mortalis campaign or narrative uh, because it just represents the attacking force trying to get through kind of the either the first level or the outer skin or just kind of the first layer of defense in a enemy Zone Mortalis. Uh, in this one, we uh, we have two armies. One must be the attacker. One is the defender. I'm clearly the defender. Makes sense. And you are clearly the uh, attacker. It helps if the attacker has a higher power level than the defender. Uh, in the battlefield, this one, you want lots of corridors to run around in. Um, and uh, we, uh, we have doors uh, on the battlefield that um, you're going to have to clear through, okay? Uh, normally, you'd take turns placing doors, either open or closed, but in this case, uh, it's I just set up the board. Uh, this, this game uses concealed movement. So what that means is we each have uh, a number of blips equal to the number of units in our army, and those blips will move faithfully based on their actual movement. Uh, this is not a matched play game, so of course we just trust each other to do so in good faith. Now, you know, if you have a faster moving unit, it might behoove you to move it slower so that I don't guess what units are which, which units are what. And Fortunately, it's Necrons where everything moves has pretty much the same movement speed. <laughs> um. Well, the Canoptic stuff has some very weird yeah, movements. Yeah, all the infantry. Yeah. Um, the deployment for this one, uh, instead of rolling for a deployment, uh, we're going to do uh, corner deployments. Um, you have three rooms here that uh, I think make sense for your uh, deployment. Just that there are three rooms in the corner. Okay. And we'll say those two doors are already open, so you can deploy to your heart's content in there. So within these two rooms? Three rooms, yeah. And that's okay. connected by corridors to the rest of the Zone Mortalis. So that should be interesting. Um, so uh, there's a special rule called Edge of Annihilation. Since the attackers are launching their zone near the edge of the Zone Mortalis... Uh, the harsh outside environment has strong effect on the neighboring, uh, the neighborhood of the battlefield. Both the environmental systems compromised and unreliable lighting rules are in effect for this mission. So, um, in this case, we're saying it's because the defenders are have erected like a uh, uh, like a uh, scrambling field that could affect uh, that could affect uh, movement. So um, unreliable lighting. Um, every turn we roll a dice on a one to three, we act as normal. On a four or a five, we have minus one to hit in shooting. On a six, the lights are totally out. 
and we have a minus two in shooting and a minus one in every other phase. Now, again, in this case, you know, Necrons usually aren't very badly affected by lighting conditions. So we're going to say it's like radiation that's scrambling our sensors. Makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, environmental systems compromised. So there's a lot of, like I said, there's a lot of radiation and scrap code being emitted out here. Uh, poisonous gases. So um, we'll roll a dice on every turn. And when the dice roll is uh, equal to or less than the turn number, uh, the environmental systems will be compromised. Uh, once they're compromised, we roll, uh, uh, starting that turn, each player rolls a dice for each model on the battlefield. For every six plus roll, the controlling player must allocate a mortal wound to one of the models in their army. Um, these wounds are allocated one at a time as normal, but can be allocated to any unit the player desires. So uh, that could get very, very dangerous. Um, uh, from the, For this narrative, I would say it's probably the... Uh, uh, the uh, spiders and the uh, scarabs actually tearing down the molecular structure of this level of the uh, of the uh, of the vault, trying to collapse it in so that you can't enter further. Okay. You will. Uh, the defender will have the first turn, so I'm going to be moving my blips throughout the the zone mortalis. Uh, hardened rooms. Now, models in rooms marked as hardened are not counted for the effects of environmental systems compromised or unreliable lighting. Those rooms are protected. Those are your uh, entryway deeper into the zone mortalis. So if you make it there, you're going to be safe. Uh, normally, this is a, this is a uh, narrative play scenario. Uh, if it were a match play scenario, the defender would just sit in those three rooms and wait for you to come to them and just clog it up. Uh, as this is narrative play, I won't be doing that. And which are the hardened rooms on this map? So uh, you can't use the smash, smash through stratagem to get through the, into them. The smash through stratagem allows you to move through walls, but you take mortal wounds when you do so. Mm -hmm. The doors are locked always and have a two plus save. So it'll be a little bit harder for you to uh, get them open. I will be picking uh, three of the rooms to oh. be hardened. Okay. Uh, at the end of the battle, uh, you add up all the power ratings of all the attacker's units with at least one model occupying a hardened room. Uh, that is, at least one model having totally crossed the threshold of a doorway. If at least half of the attacker's power level occupies hardened rooms they score a major victory if it, at least a quarter of their power level occupies hardened rooms they score a minor victory so any other any other thing would be a a, a victory for me it, it, suffice yeah. to say if you get your characters into a hardened room you're probably going to win the game and that's yeah. kind of in my mind that's all you need anyways because once clank and machinia and and mondo are able to get into the complex they can start uh mind controlling any warriors and lesser necrons that they come across anyways so we can go into the next scenario with bolstered troops because no matter how many of your actual troops die this game you're just gonna mind control more of them as you go deeper into the vault 
Cool. Oh, this this game is going to use random game length. I know that one's I know I know that one's really close to you. I put one in a central location in a room that does actually look super hardened. Moreover, it looks like it has a little elevator in the middle. It looks like this is kind of an elevator shaft. Like yeah, a, that's what I was thinking. Like, like some kind of uh, freight elevator here where freight is kind of waits for the elevator to bring it down. So, and then this one has a little obelisk in it. This is an obelisk I stole from the last map we used. So I figure that one's pretty good. That one's also kind of close to you. So is that we'll a see load if I bearing can... obelisk. Yeah. Right. Yes, exactly. It's a load bearing obelisk. So since I put two really close, I'm going to be cheeky and put one really far. Of course you uh, will. Just to, just to kind of even things out. So I'll just throw that here in this big room in the far corner. So there's one in the far corner, like almost like one in my deployment zone, which makes sense. One a little bit in the middle where the freight elevator is. And then one to the left, which is actually fairly, it's like. It's pretty equidistant. Uh, two rooms away from you say you're in one room you have to cross through one other room and then you're in that one so uh and it's about the same I'll for you to, yeah well it doesn't matter all my guys can die it doesn't matter all oh yeah matters but just, is so you can get i'll need to get it. there i need to get there yeah you're absolutely right uh and I, yeah i'll just say the big room in the corner is my deployment zone so i'll put i'll put my stuff there um Let's take a quick look at the special uh, stratagems for this scenario. Uh, for two command points, you can generate two, uh, oh, sorry, D3 additional setup markers. Uh, and you move them however you want during the game, and it just uh, confuses me as to wh where you're going. Uh, barricades, use the stratagem during your deployment. This is a defender stratagem for me. Every time you take this stretch, you may set up one barricade blocking one hallway. They act as the barricade terrain type. So it lets me set up some, basically set up some terrain. Uh, you Here's an attacker stratagem, active aspect scan. Uh, set, use a stratagem at the end of your movement phase. Select one of your setup markers. Any enemy setup markers within nine inches are revealed. Uh, immediately afterwards, also reveal your setup marker. So the unit that does an active ping is revealed, but also my units are revealed. And that's within nine inches through walls, everything. That's one command point. And then attacker stratagem, reinforce position. Use it at the end of your turn. Select a friendly unit occupying a hardened room. Replace any models which were killed from that unit earlier in the battle. All new models must be placed in the room within unit coherency of the selected unit. So it really doesn't so the the reason behind that one is it doesn't actually like help you win the game because all you need is one model in the room to win or to get yeah. that condition but it makes it harder for me to push you out of it. Yeah. And I imagine it's like um Mondo were calling in for more uh warriors to teleport in. Right, right. Or even Clank um uh super fast repairing some of his yeah, uh, some of the, some of the warrior fixing guys. Yeah, exactly. Um, it's going to be a little hard moving around in here. Some of the lighting effects, actually, I can't figure out how to make it so you can pass through them. 
So we may have to like unlock lighting effects and throw them around and get them out of the way and stuff. Just let me know if you have trouble moving guys. We're not going to be, you know, these are desperate times call for desperate measures, right? Exactly. We're going to start deployment and we'll be right back when we're done with uh, the deployment phase. Currently, humanity looks to the internet for its information. We have stood at the edge of despair and would have fallen. If not for awesome podcasts and their content of everything we love. Now these podcasts are all brought together in one place. Forged in like-mindedness, tempered with a community-oriented forum, covering all things geek, such as wargaming, board gaming, comics, movies, and more. Presenting a lineup of podcasts producing exclusive content for the fans. The Freebooters Network. Trolls want to steal our community. Let them try. I've placed three blips in the big room in the corner, uh, two blips to the right in a hallway, and three blips to the left in a hallway. The three blips in the left of the hallway are set up to, they're pretty much the closest to your advancing units. Uh, how have you done here, buddy? Uh, so I had three rooms in the corner to work with, and I had seven units. So I put three units in one room that is adjacent to the elevator hallway. That's one of the hardened rooms. And I put four units in another room that is actually also adjacent to that same corridor, but they're also uh, near a neutral room that is adjacent to the hardened room with the obelisk that's in the far corner. And we have basically unlocked the, uh, the any of the doors that are kind of in your room. But to get out of the rooms, you'll have to do the interface checks. Now, we we should explain how interface checks works to the listeners. Uh, basically, it, to unlock a door, it, you roll it. You have to get within an inch. You can't have run. Um, and you roll a dice, and on a 5-plus, you unlock the door. If you have a special ability that lets you... Um, like fix things or repair things or just narratively if your character has some interesting ability with machinery they get a plus one on the check so your cryptic uh will uh get to um have a plus one to unlock the doors so you you can't unlock try to unlock a door if there's an enemy unit with also within an inch of it so that's something to consider you can also blast the doors all the doors are toughness six with uh, two wounds and a three up save. Uh, 
except for the doors that are adjacent that are leading to a hardened room. Those are those are those are a two plus save. Uh, so, did you have any questions about that? No, I think I'm all set to start. Cool. Uh, keep in mind there is a stratagem that lets you basically auto pass a uh, any one uh, interface check after you fail it. You basically hit it with a hammer and it works. <laughs> um, Very fitting. <laughs> All right, cool. So don't forget, this is uh, in this zone, Mortalis style. Uh, we actually have introduced alternating activations, so uh, or at least alternating activations for the turn. So you, we take turns as normal, but uh, it's possible that one of us could get a double turn. And we we've tried it a couple times, and it seems to have worked. I don't think we had any bad feelings about that last time. No. All right, cool. So I will pass. Uh, let's uh, take a break and we'll come back and talk about uh, both of our turn ones because I think we'll be, uh, I think we'll we'll be pretty quick about this. Our turn one is over. Now I just kind of moved through the the complex a little bit into the adjoining rooms, uh, opened some doors with uh, one unit and moved through with some others. One unit did reveal itself by traveling through walls, which was the wraiths on this one side. Uh, they are very near the room that is uh, the hardened room that's closest to you. Uh, and that's about it for my turn. It was a very quick turn for me. Uh, what did you do this turn? So on my turn, uh, Clank tried to open a door. He failed. Then he tried again to open door. He still failed. Then he said, screw it, and <laughs> hit the door really hard and it opened. <laughs> and it yeah. costed me two command points to do all that. <laughs> and then so after he fought with the door for a little bit, uh, two units moved five inches through the door so now they're just sort of hanging out in mm -hmm. the hardened room that's the elevator hall and then so the other squad uh they were able to open the door on their first try and so two uh, units walked through the door and then uh then a bunch of units shot at the door on the other side of the room and after a nice. bunch of shooting it finally blew apart so now they're in a neutral room and they're blew open cool. a door that will lead them into a hardened room. So they have a cool. clear... And just an FYI, the you know, hardened hallway point. is this one. Oh, uh, mine, right? Yeah, there's two oh, different it's not, hallways. Oh, it's this two. is the hardened one. Yeah, oh, okay. Sorry about that. Sorry if that was confusing. Okay. Well, that's fine. <laughs> going going uh, that way anyways. So, uh, do you want to roll our priority roll? I win ties because I went first. Oh, five. okay. So I will either oh, go first or you. let you go and go second. You know what, Mark? I'm going to let you go first. I'd say that works out pretty well for you right now. I think it does. Yeah. All right. Go and ahead. We got to roll for the lighting and the. Um, oh, that's right. Last turn, we uh, did have dark. Uh, it, it did was partially dark. 
for a minus one to hit, but uh, the room didn't, the, the building didn't start collapsing yet. So uh, roll for lighting. Uh, lighting oh, light. is fine. And then we have not uh, started collapsing the building yet. Thank you. I know, right? All right. Uh, your turn, too. Turn two has concluded, so I let you go first. Yeah, basically just move guys up the hallway, uh, basically to their next rooms. Um, squad going towards the corner room actually just got into it. And, then and this, door, this door over here that goes to the lift room actually ended up being quite the champ at saves. Yes, it took uh, 20 shots from something. <laughs> 10 shots from something else and three shots from clank <laughs> that door is made of something really hard adamantium maybe maybe uh yeah then i sh started shifting things more towards the center of the zone mortalis um it looks like most of the units are actually headed towards clank there's a cool big room in the very center that has a bunch of green crystals growing out of it um, some of the models are pouring into there. However, the six wraiths are, well, three of the wraiths are in the room. They're already in the obelisk room and they have charged the immortals. We did a few wounds and stuff. Um, I saved all the wounds coming back at me. Now I was, I did manage to show restraint with my three wraiths that are in the adjoining room. And I'm going to hold off. I was going to, I wanted to hold off on those because I know I'm going to have to hold you off on this room, especially those two high seat, high uh, power level characters moving in there. And they're somewhat unsupported right now without, uh, I'm not sure what number five is. If that's warriors, then that's 20 warriors. That's a lot, but I don't know because it's a, uh, I could try to do an active ping. I'm not sure it might be worth it. I think number six would have to actually go out into the open hallway in order to do that. So um, we'll see. Uh, I do have a couple of stragglers as well. So it's obvious at this point that I had every intention of sending the wraiths over to this corner room. It was so close to you that yeah. I, ha I, I have no choice but to try and load it up as much as possible. And hopefully that causes you to have to try to go for one of the other rooms instead. So we'll see. Um, all right. So we'll roll up to see what our environment is like. First of all, does it start collapsing on a one two or three please don't oh it starts oh, yes. oh no no and it doesn't oh, no. start collapsing doesn't start collapsing and is it dark or oh super radiation oh, darkness minus two to hit in shooting minus one to hit in all other phases oh thank you yeah except in hardened rooms ah crap hardened rooms are unaffected by those rules oh no uh, priority roll. I, uh, uh, I win die. ties. I rolled a two. 
Oops, shoot. You rolled a six. Do you want to take the turn? Uh, I think I need to. Yeah, I think so, too. Double turn for Mark. Let's see if the Machine Empire can uh, get some revenge and um, get some good positioning. All right, so first order of business, I'm going to try a second squad of race. is going to... Welcome back. We have finished Mark's turn three, I believe. Yes. Turn yes. three. Uh, what did you do, Mark? So uh, turn three, I had the squad of immortals that was engaged in close combat with the Wraith. Um, they were actually able to revive all three of their fallen comrades, which is That's nice. Awesome. So, they're back. so they're at full 10 again. Uh-huh. Uh, they fell back, and that opened up a line of sight for a second squad of ten immortals to shoot at the wraith. Uh, mm-hmm. They shot, and they did a little bit of damage with their guns to the wraiths, but the bigger thing was they uh, caused a cave-in, and they took two mortal wounds themselves, but they dished out four mortal wounds onto the wraiths, wiping out two of them, which was, yeah, was really big. <laughs> and that's a stratagem. That's a Zomartal stratagem. Yep. Uh, so that was good over there, and then on the for the other squad... Uh, it turns out that the uh, squad number, I think, one was a big block of 20 warriors crawling through the hallways. Uh, <laughs> they blasted open two doors, uh, each leading into a hardened room. And they started to pile in and sh- fight some scarabs that were hiding behind a door. And they got into that same uh, wraith that whose buddies were just caved in on. And then uh, doing all that also revealed to Adam that uh, there's a squad of death marks hanging out with them. So now I think all of my units are revealed. Mm, looks like and it, yeah. There's now a big multi-room, multi-unit combat going on between my warriors um, yeah. and Adam's race, Adam's scarabs, and also my immortals. So there's a big thing happening. Excellent. You did reveal, like you said, uh, two units of scarabs. And my, also my unit of Lich Guard, which is an interesting concept over here. Oh, but yeah, yeah, those guys are my, cool. yeah, they are. So I do have a Wraith stuck. Uh, I'll probably be falling back with that, obviously. And um, yeah, we'll see if I can clear. I need to clear you out of these hardened rooms or uh, it's going to be a hard loss for me. All right, guys, uh, we'll be right back for my turn three. All right, welcome back. Uh, The Sautek turn three has concluded crazy turn um i did a lot of shifting over with my scarabs and stuff and got the door behind uh clank open where the death marks are and i need to tie those guys up uh i also moved forward with my i got out of the way for my lich guard to start going in and fighting um 
they are they really want to they they really kind of want to tie get tied up with your characters i don't know if it's going to work because you have so many warriors in the way for me to eat through uh yeah. my sautech cryptech came zooming forward i revealed him i actually gave him a little lighting effect to for his claw what is it called again it's the, the gauntlet of conflagrator the gauntlet of the conflagrator i haven't used it yet but it basically could do mortal wounds for every model in a unit which is really cool uh, looking Lights forward to up. that yeah he's right behind those lich guards so even if you teleport your uh death marks the lich guards should be able to take um they can do that right they can you can pick them up. Yeah, they have the bodyguard rule that yeah. a lot of factions have. Yep, so um, that's really cool. I fell back with the one wraith through the walls, and uh, hopefully on the start of my next turn I'll be able to heal them. Uh, then uh, the other wraiths uh, uh, zoomed, assaulted through the wall at your warriors. But you used the stratagem, um, what's it called again? Uh, echoes in the halls. Yes, which allows which you to them... overwatch on something even if you can't see it. And they did a whole wound with that. They did. But that's a good... I like that stratagem for Zomartalis. I think it's something that you need for this kind of game type. Um, especially if you're using race. The race... I mean, I'm kind of on the back foot here anyways, but the race being able to move through walls is a huge deal. Um... I believe that, oh yeah, my Scarab's charged in, and the uh, Lich Guard charged in against your Wraiths, or against your Warriors. Alright, so uh, last turn it was dark. Uh, let's see if it's dark again this turn. No, the lights come ah. back on. Also on a 1 through 4, it starts collapsing. No, no. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Five. Oh my goodness. And then my scarabs. My scarabs are not doing a great job of eating the. Uh, it's too tough. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, let's um, uh, let's roll off. You win ties, but if I get this double turn, that's gonna be huge. Nope. You get the turn. Yeah. And then so, this is turn four, yeah, so we'll have to roll for end the game, sir. Nice. Uh, right, is so, that is that a thing? No, is it, or is it no, at turn five? At the end of turn five, so turn five. Okay, not right. not quite. I'm getting a little ahead of myself. <laughs> All right, everybody. Okay, we'll be right back. All right, so we'll be right back. Okay. Welcome back. We just finished Mark's turn four. So you did some really great work on turn four, despite only really acting with two units. Yeah, they pulled their weight. And then some. Mm-hmm. So you ended up falling back with almost everything, getting yourself a lot of breathing room. Uh, the only units that were not engaged in combat last turn were... Uh, the two squads of my immortals and my characters. 
Right, and they're in the one hardened room that I put near your uh, your deployment zone in the, with the obelisk in it. We got smoke coming out of it. They're all fighting through the smoke, shooting each other. And to be perfectly honest, it was like really the one unit of, I think, green immortals who put like five wounds on my wraiths. Yeah, they managed to put a lot through, even though you have a three-up invul save. Yeah, two of the wraiths died, <clears throat> and one wraith was put down to one wound after uh, Mondo shot it uh, with his Staff of Light, does he have, or something? Yeah, Staff of Light. Uh, and then you charged that wraith with your two immortal units, and somehow that wraith is still alive. Yeah, they're not great at punching. No. Um, so that's where we're at right now. I am in desperate measures. I, I don't know if I'm going to be able to push enough of your models out of that room uh, to avoid a major victory. I'm, I'm pushing. I'm going to see if I can't get a minor victory or force a minor victory for you. Uh, and we'll see what the, the story entails. First, I guess on camera, why don't I try... Um, I'm going to drop two command points to... Um, uh, repair subroutines on my wraiths over here next to the uh, next to my cryptech. Okay. And so on a four plus, I get some wraiths back. No, I didn't want any wraiths anyways. Oh. Uh, on a five plus, I get command points back. No, I didn't want oh, command points want anyways. It's fine. It's fine. I'm terrible at necrons. Uh, all right, let's see what I can do on my turn four. Turn four was somewhat disappointing. The uh, Crypt Tank ran forward and shot his Super Flamer Flamey Claw Pistol. Uh, rolled 17 dice and got a single six out of all 17. So one warrior died from that. Uh, I had no shooting to speak of. I fell back with one of the Wraiths. Um, I attempted to bring back Wraiths. Uh, from the first squad using my Cryptech and the Stratagem, the uh, uh, Repair Override whatever thingy. I got zero uh, Wraiths back from that and failed to get back any command points. Um, I uh, tried to repair a Scarab on the right side over by the Death Marks. I rolled a 1, so I did a Mortal Wound to my own Scarabs. I spent a command point when I charged in to do to explode some scarabs and do some mortal wounds. I uh, failed to get back that command point, so I have one left. And uh, I did one mortal wound to the death marks. Uh, the Lich Guard did a pretty good job charging in against the warriors. We lost a Lich Guard in combat, and you lost a total of five warriors this turn yep things are looking grim for the defenders but uh we'll see uh so on uh, a five or less though come on six yep okay so the uh, ceiling is going to start coming down 
And then, um, is it dark? No, no radiation surges. So, uh, in order to do this, we need to roll a dice for every model we have on the battlefield that's not in a hardened room, and then apply um, that. Not in a hardened room. Right, so I got fourteen on my side. So roll fourteen d six, and for every six plus, you do a mortal wound to your army. Uh, ooh, three mortal wounds. So those uh, have to be applied to models that are not in hardened rooms. I should be able to take out two death marks and a warrior. Alright. I have 15 models. Uh, I got one six. I deal one mortal wound. I'll do it to these scarabs. That's not so bad. No. Uh, let's do our priority roll, shall we? Uh, you're winning ties again. Uh, you are going first again. Oh, boy. Yeah. All right. And then now we're on turn five, so this game might start to end. Yep. All right. We'll be right back. Turn five has concluded. So you have packed out the obelisk room very well with your infantry. And you've made it very difficult for me to penetrate in with my models. My wraiths really didn't. That People say that they're tough. They're, n they're still a three up save, right? Like you're not. Yeah. You're not going to you're not going to stand up to a withering small arms fire. Uh, they started off really strong, and mm, I don't think they started off very strong there, Mark. I, I no, that's right. They, didn't, they only killed three guys. Never mind. They never. They yeah, and they lost they two. They lost scarier two. than they are. They definitely do seem a lot scary. I think in the past, like you would buff them or whatever. I never, I never treated them that way. So. Anyways, it's looking really good over there for you, dude. Uh, I did manage to crash, you know, continue to push in with my uh, Lich Guard and do a lot more damage to your warriors. Um, I did try to harry you with my Scarabs, but they really have not been doing anything. No, I mean, they're, so, they're cheap little units, but yeah. they have big bases. They do cover a lot of territory. But uh, they've just been crawling all over, and you've just been shaking them off without any problem whatsoever. Did um, you like two to three wounds in a the game? They've done more than you can expect. Right. Uh, so uh, your warrior squad is down to three models. They actually failed their morale check this turn. Yeah, four of them are <clears throat> permadead. But you have like thirteen rolls at the end at the start of your next turn, so. Yeah. That's a pretty big deal. Um, I might be able to... The Lich Guard could actually manage to do some some work. I have to hope for a double turn here is really... Well, I have to hope that the, the game continues at all. So do you want to roll whether the game continues or not? On a 3+, plus, the game continues. I'm kind of hoping for that 1 or 2. Yeah, I, yeah, I hear you. I'm hoping for 1s. This is a weird game. And that's a one. The game is it's a over. one. 
Uh, I think you cl- I think you clearly have, but we can well, we can no. You clearly I, have. A I have been victory. keeping track of the math all game, and it is currently uh, twenty seven without the warrior squad. Oh, so yeah. the warrior squad's are twelve. So that's thirty nine. That is clearly more than enough for a major victory. Well done, sir. Yeah, that was excellent. So, um, thank you. Yeah. So they are uh, hugging this obelisk as the rest of the. Uh, uh, upper level starts to come down from all of the scarabs eating away at the structure. Uh, the cryptech and his lich guard see the writing on the wall and they fall back to this lift that, that is right behind them and they take it down a level. Um, so next time we play, uh, you'll still be facing this lich guard and his five or sorry, uh, this Cryptek and his five Lich Guard will say the Death Marks get crushed in the... Yeah, in the they, they didn't fare well. But I think our armies will look very different. So why don't we say instead of... You know how this time we limited ourselves to mm-hmm. the living units? Let's just say you must take the units that lived in the next battle. Okay. So it'll be your two units of immortals, your unit of warriors, and your characters must be included in the next battle. That's all. Okay. And then after that, we can decide what other units are going to be included. Um, I think I think my army is probably going to be a very um, elite army, like uh, models that would be protecting a cache of you know they're they're actually protecting the main uh objective so there's going to be more lich guard and more uh so praetorians i think they're called yeah i would think the trick praetorians would be a good fit for that um Maybe even a Triarch Stalker, depending on what we decide the battlefield is yeah, going to be. I think if that's appropriate. I love the Zone Mortalis normally, but in Tabletop Simulator, I must say it's a little rough. It's, it's a little hard. Very frustrating. Yeah, and I spent all day setting it up too. It's like, so it's it's really difficult. So I mean, I'm glad we did it. It was a lot of fun. But uh, again, yeah, it, again, it's 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 very uh, exhausting. It definitely um, works against how tabletop simulator works, where already terrain's very finicky, and you can it's very easy to knock models over. Mm-hmm. And having these cramped hallways, as lovely as they look, it's just very hard to place things. And you spend, I feel, more time fixing models than actually doing things. Yeah. So what I think, what I think it might be is it will use. There's a actually there's actually a, a Necron board that's a big tomb so that would okay. be really cool i think i think that'll be fun maybe it's like a big underground superstructure that's opened up yeah yeah i i think that'll be i think that'll be more uh that'll be more appropriate um but i'm really looking forward to uh, we're we're probably going to get the new starter set before we uh play that game um I am very excited for that. Right, right. That'll be really fun. I, you can't see it, but the grin on my face is <laughs> very large. I I cannot wait. <laughs> I didn't know Christmas came in July. Right? Well, some, you know, it if you're a camper, you know that that it does. It's it's a 
it's That's definitely true. a thing if you're if you've ever camped before. Um, uh, Christmas often comes in uh in july because that's a that's a fun sure why not and you get you get like all of the you get thanksgiving in july you get easter in july because kids get real bored (laughs) (laughs) and even more bored this year oh yeah no yes yeah oh my god yes um but any might have to add a few more holidays yeah right Nec- so that's that's why Games Workshop has given us Necro something Necro Day ne- uh, the day of reanimation is what is what <laughs> that is there we the go. day of reanimation. Um, but yeah, here's the uh, I'm revealing the tomb map, Ooh, which this is very nice. Yeah, it has. I mean the the. Uh, uh, there are so many missing bitmaps, but that's okay. Uh, it looks. It's really got cool. this weird uh, Necron sewer grate, I think. Yeah, I guess sewer um, grate. Why not? Or maybe it's like the ring, like uh, you know, in Stargate, the rings on the floor they go like up and down between structures, like they use from the spaceships to the planets. Sometimes it's like it's like that. I don't know. They have a name. I don't remember what it's called. Right. Stargate floor rings. People will know what that means. Okay, but anyways, this is a good. This is a pretty good battlefield to have our last game on in the uh, series. So what we'll do is, we'll be fighting over the the some of the new units, some of the new uh, 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 equipment and stuff that you can get in the game, and maybe we'll try to include some in our game that won't have 3D models. I'm sure at that point, but we can proxy and stuff. As long as we know the base sizes, we can make it work. Absolutely. So yeah, this was this was really informative for me. Thank you so much for joining me, sir. It was a lot of fun. Thank you very Everyone, much for having for me. Listening. Uh, we'll see you in the next game. It's such a good feeling to play games your way. It's such a happy feeling, 40Kng away. And when you throw dice with story in mind, it's such a wonderful way to unwind. It's a good feeling, a very good feeling, the feeling you know. That we'll be back when the Fortnite's new, and we'll have new ideas for you, and you'll have things you'll want to talk about. We will too.